June 7th, 2018. Welcome to Postmarktum 10. I'm Scott Southern. And I'm Tim Crisp, your host. Postmarktum, Meta Perspectives on pro wrestling, watching ourselves, watching wrestling. Scott, my friend, I was watching wrestling and the rain had just stopped. It had started and then stopped rather abruptly. And the noise from the grocery store, from the back alley of the grocery store, they were loading things in. There were shouts. There was crashing. There was tap, tap, tapping, just like on my screen. Charlotte Flair, (laughs) tap, tap, tapping to Becky Lynch. On live TV. I stood up and cheered when that happened last night, watching it at like one in the morning. Just could not believe that clean submission victory. And I was I was watching it and I was just I it happened and I, I grabbed my phone to text you to just say, Becky and then I was like, No, he hasn't seen it yet. It's true. I texted you when you were sleeping. And I woke up and I was like, Not not I woke up not from your I didn't text. wake I you up. You didn't I was a little up. nervous about it. I tried to pre-apologize in that no, text. No, yeah, yeah. I keep my phone. I keep my phone on the floor now, and we got a carpet and everything. Oh, that's you smart. Know, it's amazing. Does it still work for alarms in the morning? I yeah, feel like that might throw things off. No, yeah, it's still no, okay. I'm, g- I'm good. All right. Um, welcome to Postmarktum. Uh, I'm here with Scott, and yeah, we are both just so freaking excited about the fact that that becky lynch who has been for you know if you listen to episodes one through nine she's probably one of the people that were you know kind of quietly i'd say just being like can't wait till they pull the trigger on bringing becky lynch back where she belongs in the, the top of the title picture and she was there for a while she was there before the entire like you know women's division fully formed the way it is the four horse women she was in that that triple threat match it was in mania 31 31 yeah in dallas yeah the match of that night that match was so good there was that four-way in nxt that she was in that was just killer Mm -hmm. she's the best she's always felt like you know fifth wheel totally she's she's nice she's got she's a very nice person she's agreeable everybody kind of likes her at least yeah some people love her i think it's just maybe maybe that's the issue right that it's just like yeah she's she's got a little bit of the Dolph Ziggler definitely got the Dolph syndrome but you know this is a perfect opportunity for her to uh you know carry that thing around to threaten to be a threat, you know, if she does win Money in the Bank, if that's, you know, what they're trying to... I mean, they're definitely making a case for it. And I think that that's a good sign because she's somebody who kind of gets, you know, lost in the shuffle a little bit, you know, a big match like that. You're just like, well, yeah, you know, there's Becky too. Don't forget about Becky. And then we're we're all still like, you know, we're still it's still fresh. It's not like Dolph being in a big match like that where we're like, yeah, right. He's going to win. Sure. And I mean, also, Becky's in a unique spot where some of the women in that match, I think Money in the Bank matches in general have to, whoever wins that match has to be a solid mixture of a lot of factors. And there's a lot of ways it could go wrong. The person has to have uh, enough status that you believe them as a capable challenger to the the championship belt. And, but they can't be too high up. John Cena winning that thing sucks. Uh, but also Baron Corbin, that sucked as well. That was too far down the ladder. And so finding someone in the middle like that, like Becky, fits. she's right in that, that sweet spot of someone that could absolutely challenge for the belt, but she hasn't been in that picture for a long time. This seems like this could be a really great push. Yeah, I liken it to you know when Daniel Bryan won in 2011 and everybody was like, you know, already convinced that there was just nothing that they were going to do with Daniel Bryan. And so his win was just so, you know, out of the blue is a big shock. Becky, it's not quite the same like shock factor as, you know, Daniel Bryan win, but you know, she makes sense. She is an underdog. And I think that's just like, 
she's just got so much charisma. She's got like such a magnetism to her that, yeah, I think that we're all we're all waiting for it. And I don't, I I still am so baffled why she hasn't gotten a bigger push because she does have that charisma. The way that she she is so good on the microphone, she yeah. can talk and like improvise and just go with it uh, in a really like amazing way. Well, it's like it's like when they you know when they split the brands and then they put her on smackdown it was it was kind of like you know she was going to be you know carrying that division to a certain extent i can't remember who else was on there but it seemed like a two-person division really and then she just kind of like i don't know like didn't really you know in a sports analogy it would be that she underperformed and you know, we I, I think that we've all been at least I've been just like kind of watching her just kind of middle and wondering like why? Well, like what happened? And you you know, when it first started to, you know, you know, become apparent that she wasn't gonna be at the top of the picture, it was like, well, you know, she can always like you know, come back in whenever she wants to, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and maybe that's just the case. Maybe it's just been an issue of there's plenty of people that deserve that spotlight and fit into those roles in really natural ways. And maybe now is the time that it happens. And that's really, I'm, I'm getting to the point where if she doesn't win that money in the bank briefcase, I'm going to be bummed out. Yeah. It's not good. It's I've, I'm realizing it now that this is not going to be a healthy way to go into the show, but I can't root for anyone else here. Dude, I, I love it. I love what a freaking Mark you are. For- She's so fucking good, dude. She's so good. She could be, she could be the face of the division, and I don't know how, why it's been so long. That she I'm been like there. salivating at a Becky Lynch Oscar feud. Yeah, and I have to say that Oscar and Sonya Deville had a fantastic match on SmackDown. Like those two are so in sync. When they were they were wrestling for yeah. a while there, they had some really amazing spots and some like really cool sequences along the way. They both looked so good together, and they both looked equally vicious i think it's cool to see someone like sony deville who's got that mma background fight someone like oscar who's just like a mad striker yeah it's it's a perfect pairing oscar's kind of like i think like drifted a little bit from the original like oscar looks crazy but she also hits harder than anybody else like i feel like that part of it has kind of been lost a little bit in the shuffle of like the way she's been presented and like losing a couple times it's like forgot for a second there that oscar's like main thing is that she's crazy in the ring working with sonia's a really really good thing for her and yeah i was super impressed with sonia deville she's awesome i'm stoked that she's around i'm nervous for her in the coming years when the uh you know incoming uh ronda rousey and sonia deville or i'm sorry uh Shayna baszler yeah all of those like actual friends and big names from ufc show up and it makes sonia deville look a little i don't know yeah. not as cool not as fresh but she's fucking awesome in the ring she's great let me tell you about ronda rousey because i'm sold on this match between I'm her surprised. and nia Jax. because all right so I, I'm thinking about this, and I think that, you know, it, with wrestling and with the way we think about wrestling, we like to think about it in terms of like, well, you do this because this and this and this, and it all leads to this. And with Ronda, we're kind of like, you know, well, she's got to get her reps in before she can challenge for the title. So we're looking at like Natty Nightheart is like, oh, okay, well, they're friends. Eventually, they're not going to be friends anymore, and that's going to be, like, the first, like, real Ronda feud, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be good for her. It's going to be good for everybody. That's all well and good, but we're all sitting there thinking Ronda Rousey is the most legitimate fighter in the women's division on Monday Night Raw. Why would she not be challenging for the title? Like, I get it. I get the idea that, like, she's got to prove herself to a certain extent, but... The other part of it is the fact that she's not very good at talking. She's not very good at, like, passing the time on Monday Night Raw. And, I mean, it was funny watching her do the commentary thing because she was just, like, so <laughs> stiff. And I think she said, like, the same thing about, like, her husband, like, Yeah, some weird times. sex joke. And 
it's like I I actually found that like pretty enjoyable. I'm not like ragging on her or anything like that. Sure. But you know, I think what we what we saw after she entered after the Royal Rumble in January and like leading up to WrestleMania, it's like this isn't her foray. This isn't like where she's gonna like do her best work and then she came in wrestlemania it was awesome we were all doubting her by that point so you know i like the idea that nia Jax like picks her out as you know being what she is she's like i don't want i don't want any special treatment it's like well yeah great right but you're fucking ronda rousey yeah she should be fighting for the title definitely yeah it's not even special treatment it's that you're this caliber of uh athlete that should immediately be jumped up to that spot. And I feel like watching the way she's been interacting with Naya, it's maybe, maybe there's been, maybe this wasn't pre-planned. Maybe this wasn't like thought out, like, you know, okay, well, Naya's going to win the belt and then work with Ronda. It was just like, you know, Naya's win going over as a baby face, going over as an anti bully. (laughs) And, the then she like picks out Rhonda. It seemed to me like a, or at least the way I'm looking at it now, it's like, all right, maybe someone was like, you know what, like it just makes sense for Rhonda to be fighting for this belt, and who cares about Naya's motivation like beyond her calling out Rhonda? That's why. That's why I'm so. I'm like, you know, I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be a dope match, and we're not gonna be remembering it for its lack of logic sure on all the steps from a to b yeah i think i think ronda ronda matches for the foreseeable future are just going to be about those matchups i think it's that ufc type build that's like oh these two would look awesome in the ring next to each other how are they gonna compare when they go face to face uh i think that's like the idea of ronda versus nia Jax is awesome those two are gonna look wild in the ring together yeah and naya naya just like brings uh a really like a huge sense of gravity to everything that's like how is this match gonna work uh and with ronda it's like this is great these are two huge powerhouses colliding it's gonna be awesome i mean i think they're clearly dropping the ball and some storytelling stuff but i think you're right that there's nothing the match is gonna be dope and she should be in this picture well there's this aspect too of like all right you look at Nia Jax holding the belt, like, who's challenging her Yeah. on, on Raw? Because, I mean, I think it would make a lot more sense, you know, if you have someone like Asuka in the division, someone like Charlotte in the division, mm-hmm. where this is, you know, a giant to overcome. But, like, Sasha Banks isn't going to beat Nia Jax. And what's Nia Jax going to do in the meantime? Because if you're going to have anybody else challenging her, it's got to be a pretty significant build. So what? Nia Jax is just going to fight like Mickey James? Sure. For, you know, for the title in the interim? Like that's going to get boring really quick. And I think that it, I mean, this just points out the flaws and difficulties of booking a giant. Yeah. It's, it's tough unless you have that caliber of superstar to oppose them. That's, somehow transcendent like charlotte or oscar how does this work yeah and i think it's like you know it's it's tough i think that the i like the alexa naya storyline i thought that it was good but you know now you have a giant baby face with the title like what, what you do know, we do? How are you gonna do anything and is she that? even a baby face i don't know what she well, is well at this she point. was right she was but then she did that dick move of like, let me see how she is, this person that I heard. And it's like, fuck you, dude. I love that. <laughs> I mean, totally. I don't think it was a bad yeah, 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 a bad yeah. segment, but that's not a thing that a nice person, that's not a thing a good guy does. You check in, you walk away. Yeah, totally. I think that, you know, you, you talk about like having a hard time booking a baby or uh, having a hard time booking a giant. Man, this fucking, this bronze stuff is getting rough. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with I mean he's it's the same thing, right? Who can actually face Braun, but what I don't know where he is in terms of any mobility on this card. It's like that and like having him fight Bobby Roode and it was like kind of nice to see Bobby Roode get in a little bit of like old school 
heel tactics. There sure. was a lot of like Ric Flair in that match, which I got excited for. Like I love that sort of shit. I even liked when like Jeff Jarrett was doing that stuff in the mid nineties. But like man, it's just it's every week with Braun, it's just like, all right, now he's gonna do something crazy. And also like he put a ladder like across the apron onto uh-huh. the barricade uh-huh. and Braun Strowman stops. There's nothing that's holding that ladder like in place. It's not a it's not a barrier like, of any kind. I could run through that ladder really easily. You could go underneath, you could move it. It's not it's not like a fence. There's yeah. no There's no posts. Yeah, no there's posts nothing holding, holding it down. There. But you know, it doesn't matter. Right, it's fucking Braun wrestling. Who cares? Smash it. Anyway, what we do have though, and something that I noticed like at the uh, beginning of Raw this week is I really like that match between Jinder and Elias versus Roman and Seth. And the reason that I liked it so much is because I'm sitting there watching Elias and I'm watching Jinder and I'm looking at two guys who are functioning so well in their spots. I'm not sure what it is about Elias specifically because that guy seems to be defying a lot of wrestling logic. He doesn't win matches. He hasn't won a match, but somehow he's still this very legitimate contender. He's still always in the picture, and you're always believing him as he doesn't even really wrestle ever, and you're always believing him as like a like a very valid contender. I think because he's got so much heat yeah. that you know it's it's like as long as he's got that behind him, people are wanting to see him get beat. But he's also he's such an imposing figure. I think mean, like he's, big. he's he's enormous and that huge beard and he's got crazy eyes. Um, but I really like you know what they've done in his gimmick works so well. He's you know like you said he's big and he's imposing and I like you know the I don't think that he's going to go over. Seth Rollins, obviously, but at the same time, it's like this is such a good challenger for Seth to have. Elias makes sense here, and if Elias loses, he doesn't really lose anything. He lost to Seth Rollins. Yeah, he lost to the Intercontinental Champ, this dude who's been the world champ. This Seth Rollins is huge, and I, I mean, I don't care one way or the other how that match goes. If Elias wins, that would be nuts. It'd be really fun, and he would be super deserving of the Intercontinental Championship. And I would love to see this feud just extend. I think watching those two, they're both so charismatic, and they both have been making... They've been, like, quote-unquote mid-carders, making the show so much better on a weekly basis. Totally. Elias, the gimmick is so brilliant because even if he loses, it's like... Well, he just comes out the next week and writes a song about... He doesn't even have to mention it. Just fucking, like, rag on the city that you're in. That shit's gold. That that Houston Rockets stuff. Oh, oh that was beautiful. Man, that was smart. Um, And gender, too. Like, it's, it's crazy to me to think that, like, how well they've done and we're you know we're coming up on on a year ago gender wins the title and a surprise victory that we were in attendance for in chicago um and he's the world champion and they've done such a great job of what he held that title for like four or five months or whatever that is still like the the thing that they remind you of first and foremost about this guy is that he's a former world champion and that, I mean, obviously it makes him legitimate, but think about all the other former world champions that are on the show constantly and how that's like an afterthought for them. They've just, they're just doing such a good job with like keeping him where he is, keeping him threatening, keeping him, you know, as a, as a perfect folly for really anybody because he's so hateable. Yeah, he. I think it. Yeah, reminding everybody about the fact that he is a world champ is such a good move, and I think it's one of those things where initially they give him this championship, and he's one of the more on on the undeserving side of the spectrum, right? Like we can all agree on that. I think he was a great champ. He did a great job of playing that role, but I think it was one of those things where they shot a little bit, they overshot on him, and that really is going to help solidify him as like 
a fantastic mid carder that's always a force right because it's like there's there's different aspects to the heat that he gets from the crowd where it's like you know people like us are just like no like are you kidding me you're giving that belt to jinder mahal of all people Mm -hmm. like I mean, you know, look at this. Look at the deficiencies. And, and obviously, like, he's roided up. Like, he left and then he came back looking like that. Are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's like, offensive to people that he's there. And it's offensive to other people that he's there because, you know, he's a foreign guy. You know how yeah. much he hates America and fucking freedom? That guy does not like freedom. Oh, he hates and, it. Oh, man, he hates freedom so much. You know... Anyway, but it's it's you know you get that old school, and then you get the people that are like, no, we we don't like this guy because we 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 think that our you know our, our art form is being uh, desecrated. <laughs> it's I know it's totally true. There are very few wrestlers who heel wrestlers who manage to hit both sides of the audience like that. I think us smarks tend to cheer for good heels. Right. And it makes it it's awesome when he can be a good heel that still pisses us off. Like Kevin Owens does not have the heat that Jinder Mahal has because Kevin Owens is such a talented wrestler with this indie pedigree and we're all like, you know, now when Kevin Owens is on the screen, we're all just worried. We're like not, yeah. we're not like on his side. We're just like, please I just ask them to give you something else creatively. This is good for you. You're in a bad... And I... Especially with Owens and, and people like that, like The Miz, they get these respectful boos from people like us that are like, we understand the role they're playing. We're trying to feed into that uh, heel persona that they have. We'll boo them because of that. But that doesn't have with gender. We're not booing gender because we are, you know, a- agreeing that he's doing a good job here. We're booing him because we don't like him. We got mad at him. We're mad, we're mad at his presence. Um, I think Cass is doing a really good job, like, similarly. I think that the Big Cass is a, is a guy that, you know, we don't like for, for real-life reasons, and he is on screen talking smack on on our hero, Daniel Bryan. That's Yeah, he, and he... I think we talked a little bit before about how he's going to be like a great holdover feud. He's going to be a great interim feud. And more so than just being a straight up matchup of a big guy versus a little guy, he's holding his own on the mic. He brought those crutches out a week ago. So good. He's doing a good job. And those suits. Yeah. I hate a guy in a suit. He looks like an asshole. Dude. He looks like he wants to wear it. (laughs) It's shitty. I'm happy. I'm happy with this suit that I'm wearing right now. Um, real quick, Sami Zayn fucking calling out Bobby Lashley for his Instagram presence <laughs> is one of my favorite things that's happened on WWE TV in the past year. He's, it's so funny because that feud is bad and he's doing such a good job of, he's talk. he talked about those Instagram posts the way that we would talk about those Instagram posts on a couch. Somebody brought in uh, a mug to the coffee shop today her own mug and asked if i could put coffee into it and it said but first coffee (laughs) and she was like standing uh and waiting for it and i was like doing a pour over into a decanter and she's like looking at her phone but like looking at me and i just like take my phone out and just take like a short video of the can of the coffee pouring into the decanter next to this mug so that i can send it to people because i just love it so much (laughs) fucking you know that bobby lashley has that mug somewhere in his house live laugh lashley i love that that guy dresses (laughs) like like he fucking (laughs) he came out with that that shirt and that hat and there's just oh my god what do you think that they're like are they prepared for the reaction that that match is going to get? No, there's in no Chicago? way. There's no way. Because at best that match gets a reaction where people are cheering for Sami Zayn, right? Yeah. That's the best thing. More likely people are getting beer during that match. Yeah. More likely like that's when I'm going pee for sure. As much as I love Sami Zayn, I Bobby Lashley's just so not hitting the mark in any capacity. He no. looks like he's someone that's trying to be a human being and can't fucking figure it out it's they've seen movies 
and TV shows, but doesn't know how it actually works. Yeah, the the whole like persona is just like, what is it? I just don't. I, yeah, nothing. I don't it's know. nothing at all. The fact that like that's his fucking mo on Instagram too. It's like, yeah, I believe all of it. Um, we got the new day. Oh hell yeah, the new day main event spot. I'm yeah. I first of all. They're saying it's going to be Biggie, and I think that, that makes sense. I would love it for really anybody to be doing that thing. This has been the thing with the New Day the whole time, right? On on paper or on the surface, Biggie's the one. But as soon as you start thinking about it or talking it through, you're just everybody in that faction, in that squad shines in their own ways and is a very legitimate contender. I feel like there have been several instances over the past like couple of years where Xavier Woods is, you know, in a role of like, look at Xavier Woods. He's killing it out there. And Kofi's been fuck he's just like one of the best pure athletes that's been in the company for the past ten years. And I don't I think he's another one like Becky where it's like yeah. Why don't you just pull the trigger on this guy? Like, because he was I, close before. Yeah, they brought him in and he was like hot, and then they had Randy Orton go over him, and that was it. That's and then that. he was just like smiling big all the time. I'll always remember that Cole Cabana interview where it was like right before the new day started, and Cabana's like at the end, he's like, "So what? You know, what do you think? Is it just gonna be?" mid card for the rest he's like man i don't know and then he was with the new day like and changed shit completely uh-huh. i it was a, it was a dark time when he was just kind of wallowing right there in the middle because he was clearly a great wrestler just waiting for the royal rumble every year yep just those spots which i mean i still get very excited oh about for those. sure they're the best i he could you could see him going up against AJ Styles. I don't know if yeah. I could see him winning, but you could see him going up against him, cashing that thing in. I, Biggie is still the the natural obvious choice, but any of those dudes could win, and the crowd would go nuts. I just think that, like you know, when you think about any of them with a title reign, it's like you know we're all gonna get behind Biggie, but do you think Biggie's gonna have you know five star matches six months into his title feud or into his title reign no it's gonna be kofi kofi's gonna be the Mm -hmm. one like busting out indie moves um you want to hear my you want to hear my fucking my theory yeah yeah i want to hear your theory we got i've I've been told there was a theory we got men's women's money in the bank ladder matches coming up next sunday you know who's taking them Hmm. rusev and lana oh my god power couple oh man they just both get introduced by aiden english and they both come out with briefcases that would be sick his and hers briefcases for rusev and lana uh in tandem just both coming out and they've been they've been working that story really well with maybe there's tension or maybe it's just all going great we can't really tell god this was i would you know what i would love it just so that everybody out there complaining about rusev day not be not getting over and they're like oh you can't generate your own heat i just want to shut up because they're gonna give them the briefcases it's not gonna happen but it's nice to i don't know i don't think that that's implausible lana's been out there fighting recently that i really liked that mixed tag match that happened dude it was fantastic it was awesome it was i mean i think more than anything it was dope to see naomi just cut a like a legit heated promo and yeah. then get out there and fight i've always felt like the thing that was lacking from naomi was like real life you know i think that you know she's great she's she's talented she's got that dope entrance um but there's just like it's a little too cartoony you know and she's i think the next that, cheerleader that's mm-hmm. totally that's totally fits right into it right and i think that you know we're coming up on a few years now of her doing that thing so it's like yeah let's get a little bit of personality in there she's married that to jimmy she's married to jay one of the one of the usos married to uh jay no jimmy no i think it's jay jay uso (laughs) um yeah that that was cool and that was cool to see some life out of those two hey let's freaking take a hard left because there's other wrestling 
happening. Oh shit! This weekend. Are you ready for this? I yeah yeah I am. I'm very I. I mean, I can't think of a match I'm more excited about or a match that could possibly happen that I'd be more excited about. Is Okada and Omega the best feud that's happened since we started watching wrestling again? Yeah, I think so. Is it better than Cena and Punk? That's the other one that's up there, right? Yeah. I I mean, yes, because these matches have been absurd. So ridiculous. I cannot express how... I mean, everybody saw these. The first three are all masterpieces. And I don't know how they're going to do it again. I, I'm i sure they will. I mean, this has to be it, right? I mean, it's no time limit. Two out of three falls. Okada versus Omega. Omega got the win in the tournament. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okada's, Okada's got to beat in the two matches that matter. And, I mean, we're all just fucking waiting for Kenny to do it. But it's if if Kenny doesn't win this match, this belt is on Okada for another four years. Oh, my God. There's yeah. nowhere for it to go. I mean... And I'm, I'm not complaining about that. I love Okada. Like, let's... New Japan. I, I love New Japan because it's something that I can go and watch the big four. Sure. I can I cannot follow uh you know the minutia of it because I don't know how I possibly could. You got to live you got to live like our friend Ben does to be able to to do so and <laughs> and that's just I'm, it's just not it's not in me. And I mean they're episodic. They don't have the weekly episodic shows. They're they're like kind of mid their daily televised shows or whatever. Their their monthly televised shows are just not nearly as important as their big shows right it make the the format of the of the whole programming makes it really easy to watch the big four uh to pop in for the g1 and watch you know some of the tournaments it's like easy uh-huh. that's great it's perfect for that and dominion is huge and it's i'm i don't know this is exciting it's gonna be so good and yeah you know i i, I think that there's so much pure enjoyment that i get from the match quality the storytelling that happens, the, you know, the, the just sheer, you know, you have things that are so playful and over the top. And then you have, you know, guys like Ishii, Suzuki, they just beat the fucking (laughs) living hell out of each other. And you're just like, you know, it's, it's just a, it's nice to be able to just go in and watch, from a pure entertainment standpoint and not think about it in terms of just like, well, I mean, if, if Okada wins, like then what, you know, you can just like do it and let it happen. And Okada is just, he's a fucking star. And Kenny's also like gone in and like proved himself like time and again, that he's in a spot that he's earned and he's earned it by just like he put so much fucking vigor into it everything that that guy has is desperation and this has such a big fight feel just because it's like if he doesn't win it this time then that's it yeah there's there's serious weight behind this whole thing and i mean i don't think that there's been anybody i'm not a historian but i don't i can't think of anybody that's ever been in kenny omega's position as the level of star that he is, where he's at in his career, as this like enormous indie superstar that's he's known across the world. Like everybody Kenny Omega is the biggest the biggest name outside of WWE that exists and he's like selling t shirts at Hot Topic and yeah, you know, he's he sells arenas out. And I don't know, man, seeing that I just cannot wait for this match. It's he hasn't been the heavyweight champion the entire ever. time. <laughs> It's so insane. And it's just like, it's fun to, you know, watch a uh, a wrestling match where it's all about needing to win the match. You know, it's not part of like a bigger, like personal storyline. It's just, it's just about the match. So I'm very, very excited for this entire card. Got Naito and Jericho. That's going to be great. I can't fucking wait. Jericho's rant. A couple like a month ago when he just yelled fuck so many times was yeah. one of the most fantastic things I've seen. I love that that guy understands 
everything that there is to understand about wrestling. Yeah. It's it's wild how well he's just cementing himself as one of the greatest of all times. I think he was always viewed as kind of a lesser superstar when you compare him to the other Attitude Era uh, personalities. But at this point, he's outshining all of them. I think that he, you know, he's... He's gonna go down, you know, in history for a lot of different reasons. And when we compare, you know, all of the stars from that era, nobody went and did this. You know, nobody went out and went into a different company and then worked them in a way that only he could. It's just, it's crazy. And you know, the the past like five years of him just. <laughs> coming in coming out of wwe and always just making sense always being able to insert himself in a way that's thoughtful and puts him in a position to just like stake a claim and to do something new and to do something different and then to go and do it fucking in the smartest place in the world and i mean yeah he's the wrestling fans wrestler at this point right and yeah, his ability to just completely shift gears, doing the list of Jericho and the Festival of Friendship, which is so silly and so WWE. It's so old school, goofy circus wrestling. And then to go to Japan and just be this vicious, mean-spirited, violent foreigner is, he's so, so talented. It's wild to see, you know, him doing that there. Because we're so used to it being, you know, on the inverse where it's, you know, someone from India or sure, Japan. the evil foreigner. Uh-huh. It's great to see him taking that role and like really running with it in a way. He's he seems so vile. I cannot imagine what people think about him. Yeah, I think that's something that I like to kind of wax about too. It's just like, how is this guy being perceived there? Totally, I think we we view a lot of new Japan wrestling through the eyes of the bullet club, just because they're a bunch of people from America in general, Uh from English speaking countries. I guess Kenny Omega is from Canada. Well, you know, you know, whatever they speak English there. Uh, and most parts of it. And and that's like, that's the thing. They, they, I think opened a whole generation's eyes and made new Japan a lot more accessible to a lot of people like us. Yeah. And Jericho just comes in and fucking like takes like, Mm -hmm. you know who I am and he's totally working on us. Um, and he's working with, man, my guy, our best friend, Naito. Oh man. I'll never forget the time that I went pee. And then he was standing outside of the bathroom door. I'll never forget the time that we just like invaded his, uh, his, pictures which were <laughs> supposed to be like a maximum of three people and there's seven of us and he's just like okay right. hi just shook all of our hands he's the fucking best. The best i love naito so much i got so much like personally attached to that guy. i'm that guy okay. he helped me through a real tough time in my life and like i man it's it's dope to have seen him you know when we were watching wrestle kingdom and kind of you know going back to what i said earlier about like not getting too upset about the book but him not going over okada i think was a letdown for a lot of us because we want him to win it's not just because you know we're like smarky but also like that's my guy i like him i want him to to be the i want him to be the champ and you know when he lost it was a bummer but this is perfect placement for him he's getting as good of a dance partner as he could possibly get yeah I and and I think it works really well, especially with Naito, where he's got the Ingo Bernabeles edginess to him. That's you know, it makes a lot of sense for those two to be fighting each other. And I think, you know, it made sense with for Kenny and and Jericho originally. And it this is a perfect transition. And like you know, his fucking tranquilo, like when when Jericho like came out and beat him up for the first time, and then he like grabs the chair and like swings and then turns mm-hmm. around and just sits on it and does his fucking slouch so perfect and i think that like you know the perception there is that he's 
just become a baby face just naturally he's just like he's so cool and everybody loves him so much so to have him fight you know a foil like jericho is just gonna work out perfectly totally yeah and i think both of those two neither of them are straight baby face or straight heel at because jericho's too big of a name to be a straight heel even if he's acting like a pure heel yeah and naito is yeah like you said he's done this weird anti-hero thing that's made him the coolest dude on the earth they're perfect for each other so going through the rest of the card a little bit, I made sure to hit record this time. Um, it's snafu. Uh, we got we got Will Osprey and Tanahashi for the people don't like Will Osprey. People don't like Will Osprey. He's a a bit of a men's rights activist. He's oh, a, all right. Well, fuck him. He should lose. He. Uh, I think he said something like, uh, "When is the National Men's Week?" or Something along those lines. Oh, yeah. My uncle, Will Ospreay. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. When's White History Month? Fuck you. I hope you lose for forever. <laughs> um, fucking, I cannot wait for, we got Ishii and Goto, or no, sorry, Ishii and Yano versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Suzuki. Everyone's going to hit each other so hard. Yeah. Suzuki versus Ishii is going to be just powerhouses colliding. I really also like that. Zack Sabre Jr. is just like up at this level now, hanging out with Suzuki. I think this he's had a good spot for the past six months or whatever, but it's just Well, they, they had a there. tournament like after Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. and he just made everybody tap out. Yeah. He just beat everybody and it's like, oh, what a great idea. Like, now he's there. Now he can just fight whoever he wants. Now he makes sense. Totally. He fits in and he's in a really great spot and a totally valid competitor for such a skinny little white guy. Oh, my God. It's so it's wild to me, like not really understanding how New Japan works exactly and having like, you know, vague ideas of what's going on in indie basically just like relying on somebody to point me out to the to the good things and then watching pwg when it happens but you know seeing zach saber like over there for a really long time and he's you know second third match on the card and i'm like well what's why are they not like he's great what's going on here and then all of a sudden he's just beating everybody and now he's in a now he's in a match that matters working god you imagine like oh my tag team's partner is minoru suzuki like no i cannot that has to be terrifying (laughs) have you i i really love the internet's fascination with old suzuki pictures recently Uh, he's so handsome Uh that man was so handsome and now he's just like the ugliest beast in the world yeah well he just he just got harder you know what he's got some of the best legs in professional wrestling oh, he doesn't wear those knee pads either oh, it's such a good look uh ray mysterio yeah is on this car love ray fucking fucking way he's fighting with liger and tanahashi against smurdy squirrel hangman page and cody rhodes the headline generator uh who you know like this is a, this is a big thing we got all in is happening in your hometown. My hometown, Hoffman Estates, Illinois, right down the street from Chicago, Illinois. Um, and I guess it's kind of it's wild because you know it's it's Cody Rhodes and and the Young Bucks put this show together, and we've been you know we've been in on Bullet Club and the Young Bucks, and then when Cody went over there, like we were all really excited for him, and we've been down with all this. But when they announced that show, like we just didn't really pull a trigger as a group. Yeah, we didn't get tickets. Yeah. Uh, I and think we're usually like on that shit, right? Definitely. And I think we all, all planned on going. We all, and we were just thinking inevitably, yes, we will go to this show. It's a big, huge wrestling event down the street, but no one Well, down the street from you, down honey. the street from my mom's house. Uh-huh. Uh, I was really excited for everyone to meet my mom. It yeah. was going to be great. Fell I apart. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. She's the best. It fell apart, but it was also like, were you bummed? I was bummed that we didn't get the tickets, but no, I no. I would have been more bummed if we didn't get tickets for Money in the Bank. Yeah, me too. I, that is to say that, you know, I think there was the potential that there was going to be either CM Punk or Daniel Bryan on this card. Yeah. And if that were the case, I would be very unhappy. I don't care if CM Punk's there. God, I love CM Punk. I watched yeah. a bunch of interviews with him last night uh-huh. after that uh, not guilty verdict came yeah. in he's awesome man he's so good you know what 
He's so Here's the good. Here's thing about CM Punk. We're talking about like everything that Chris Jericho went and did in New Japan. Why didn't he do that? He should have. That's true. He totally could have. He still could. Moron. He said he uh, he just did an interview, and he said that he's done with wrestling. He's he's done for good. He's been saying that for forever. That's yeah, true. And he's been sticking to it. He's yeah. got a fight this weekend. Yeah. That's what I'm doing Saturday night. I was wondering what was going on Saturday. Yeah. I got to watch that fight. You got to watch that fight. I got to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'll watch the YouTube video of him getting knocked down the, or, you know, slowly tapped yeah, out. Yeah, just falling God, over. God, that was sad. That sucked. That he's not a, so he's not a bad. real fighter. I don't know why he's trying to do that. Um, but it's, it's kind of weird, right? That we didn't like, nobody really got in on usually there's somebody with like our group that's like taking care of at least getting everybody hyped about yeah a show you know and then somebody else will take the reins for the tickets and just none of that happened it's kind of like it's kind of like when a band that you like makes a record that you just don't really care about you like listen to it once and you don't really want to listen to it again and you're not sure why they didn't do anything wrong yeah it's all fun. And you know, what's funny is that we just spent 20 minutes talking about Dominion and all of those names are going to be on this all They're card. all going to be there. And they've, they've got some really cool builds happening. The Cody Rhodes NWA championship thing sounds awesome. Yeah. It sounds really fun. I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe we're, we're still waiting. I'm still waiting for the Cody Rhodes five-star match, I think, is, is something that is making it a little There's more difficult. There's that aspect of it too, right? I mean, he's great. I love him. And on paper, I think he's like one of the coolest wrestlers out there right now. He fought at, uh, I thought that Ibushi match at oh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom was really good. It was good. But there was also an aspect of it where it's like, I mean, Ibushi, who, who's going to have a bad match with sure. that guy? Um, and I, 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 I love Cody Rhodes. He's my, he's my fucking background on my, on my phone. Uh, Marla's there too. Marlo's there too. Sure. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not sure what it is and like why that didn't connect. Uh, but that's just kind of an interesting phenomenon that I I'm always like fascinated by. You know, when things happen that you should like, that you should care a lot about, and you just don't. It's weird. It's it's really weird. I. Yeah, it seemed like the stars were aligning for this. And when it was announced, when it was first announced, I was super pumped. Yeah, like this is this is going to be in Chicago. I'm very happy that that was the case. And I don't know, it's fine. We're gonna miss it. Yeah, I mean, we'll watch it on pay per view, and we're not we're not obviously not trying to like. Sure. Sh- shit no, the show's gonna be anything. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna watch it. I I wish that I could watch uh, Dominion live, uh, but there's no way. It's just I'm not, not staying up. What, that yeah, what is it? What is it? I, can't, I can't do anything no. anymore. That no, no, that is a hard thing to do, no matter what. It's really hard. We, we watched took, Wrestle we Kingdom. We took so many drugs. Yeah, when trying, we watched trying our best. Uh huh. And we and I think we all made it. Yeah, uh, but there's but that was hard, and that thing ended at seven a.m., six a.m. Yeah, because there's like there's just an inevitable like thirty minute stretch where you're just like, oh my god, this is fucking torture. Yeah, it it was tough, and then it was just. You, you go into it with like snacks and beers and then by the end you've eaten too much and you're getting hung over and it's just yeah you're getting hung you're getting hung over you're, you're getting it's happening to you while you're there it's a lot <laughs> a live hangover occurring it sucks um hey uh if you uh like what we're doing over here you can subscribe to it on apple podcasts and stitcher rate it write a review tell a friend about it uh check out my other podcasts as you were a podcast about alkaline trio where i've been getting a lot of hate lately a lot of hate mail man they're a lot of bad reviews mean reviews for me a lot of one stars particular um you're definitely the more abrasive one of the two that's your whole thing i know and it's like hard to it's i guess it's like it's hard to live that you know, sure. it's like it's, it's easy to like go and be like, yeah, whatever. If you don't like it, like get lost. But then when you're like being a person, and then you you get you get into like, oh man, these people don't like me. They really don't like me as a person. If they knew me though, they would like me a lot more. Maybe, yeah, yes, <laughs> definitely, 
Definitely. They would love you. Thank you. That's all I needed. Um, and you're, you're, you're always good to me like that. And that's why I like spending time with you. That's like why I like talking to you about wrestling. And, and I enjoy being able to do this every week. And we hope that y'all are enjoying it too. And we will be back next week to talk about Money in the Bank, which we're going to. Oh, yeah. NXT, which we're going to. Ugh. It's going to be an action-packed weekend and a lot to be excited about so uh we will see you then thanks guys Anything